My name is Eric Bernhard. Uh, thank you for joining our, our webinar, webinar today about digital presence in your church. And uh, with me is Pastor Walter. We're going to introduce him in a minute. Um, let me tell you, you guys probably don't know who I am, so I'll tell you real quick. My name is Eric Bernhardt. I um, was uh, born in Argentina, and uh, my dad is a retired pastor now. So I've been a pastor's kid all my life. I've been in this world of ministry forever. I always tell this that I'm about to turn 40 years old, and um, I've been a member of 23 different churches. And so I want to give a shout out out there for any pastor's kids or for you pastors and your kids. We're keeping in your prayers because it's not easy when we have to switch around and make new friends every time. But I've been around in 23 different uh, churches. I actually was a youth pastor myself for six years uh, in, in the East Coast in Florida, South Florida. I also moved to Utah and I was a youth pastor there. So I've had a little bit of experience, South America, Central America, North America, East and West Coast um, in different churches, conservative, um, contemporary. I, I've, I've seen it all. I mean, I, I've been around and uh, my passion has always been the, the, the ministry, but, uh, but marketing is what really, you know, I followed, I went to school for that and, and, and um, always had a marketing twist to everything I did at church. Um, uh, because of that, because of our journey, um, we you know, opened a marketing agency and we are serving mostly uh, church, churches and faith-based. We've been doing uh, marketing for four years for an entity that has over 300 churches here in Florida. And because of all of this, we saw a need. We saw a need that the church has. And not every church has the budget of a big you know, entity that has 300 churches. We wanted to find the need and the solution for a church that has small budget, that it's a single church, that it needs the, the, the help. So thanks to all of that, we, we came up uh, with M77 Media. We're going to tell you a little bit more about it later. Uh, M77 is for Matthew 77, ask and you shall receive. I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, M77 a little bit. Now let's let's uh, introduce Walter, who's here with, with us, Walter Castro. Uh, he is a, a friend. He is a church planter. Uh, this guy has planted close to 70 churches in seven years. And we want to ask Walter, Walter, you're going to introduce yourself, but we want to ask you, you have pastors watching, you have people that are opening churches, planting churches, they want their churches to grow. Uh, share with them a little bit of your experience, share with them mistakes you've made, share with them anything that comes to mind that can help a pastor that wants to grow their church. So welcome, Walter. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. My name is Walter Castro. I'm originally from Argentina. That's why I have this beautiful, uh, not true, not so good accent, but it's okay. Um, yeah, I'm a church planter, and I began my ministry here in, in the United States in 1996, actually, and I started planting a new church in Virginia Beach. That was my first year, and for the past 26, 27 years, I've been involved in 25 years. I've been involved in church planting and every single year I've been working in church planting, whether it was in uh, Virginia, Maryland, Ohio. And for the past eight years, I've been planting churches here, here in Florida, from Tallahassee, working 
with the network of churches, a huge amount of uh, churches that we have here in this area, from Tallahassee to Key West, not only uh, trying to support English-speaking churches or church plants, but also Latino churches, um, refugee churches, um, language, language-based churches. So I've been uh, involved in, let's say, close to 70 churches in the past seven, eight years. And during this year, we have been able to plant four new churches and another one is going to be planted before the end of the year here in Florida. So I'm always involved, always involved in looking for opportunities, looking for new tools, looking for new ideas. And I'm in the same boat like anybody else, like every single other church plan, looking for the best way to establish a new church and, of course, to proclaim the gospel. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to participate. And I'm so glad that little by little, I, through this you know, webinar, I'm going to be sharing a few tips, things that you know, have been, let's say, the toolbox for myself and for my team in order to plan churches. And, and I'm glad that I'm doing this with Eric, which, you know, who has been so far uh, an amazing, an amazing and outstanding uh, mind in order to create something that is helping us a lot to be out there, to be out there. People are looking, people still looking for churches and opportunities. Um, and we face a few challenges a few years ago and we were like, how do we fix this? How do we fix, how do we get to know ourselves uh, to the community? And Eric, it's a blessing. So thank you, Eric. Thank you for the opportunity to share and to start this webinar and explain a little bit more about how to connect these tools and how to be out there, be present and be found, especially when we plant a new church. And nobody knows, but we are already there. So Walter, t t tell us a little bit about, um, uh, I, I like to use this because making mistakes is great, but when you can avoid them, it's, um, it's such a blessing. Can you, can you share with us mistakes you made and you learned from them? Maybe I, someone out there can, can help or can, you can help someone by that. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's, that's one of the, <laughs> one of the reasons we get together at exponential every year, because we learn from each other. We, we learn from the good things that happen out there when we plant a church, when we see other people planting churches. And of course, we learn from mistakes. And from day one, I still remember several mistakes uh, that I made personally when I you know, came up with an idea of planting a church over here or planting a church over there. And maybe one of the first mistakes that I remember is that um, I thought in my mind that if I just start a church, people would just show up at the front door looking for uh, my church and happy that a new church is around the corner. And I was so frustrated when we started and, and nobody was showing up. Nobody was coming to the church. It was me and the, and the core team right there waiting for the first person to show up. And we couldn't we couldn't understand why people were not happy. So that kind of changed the way that we approach the, the future church plans. And, and of course, it's always a challenge 
when you start a church and you think that people will come just because you are starting a church or because you have a cool name or because you have a beautiful sign outside or flags, you know, uh, waving all over. Uh, that's not the reality. And it was frustrating. So one of the first mistakes is not properly let the people, the community, seven miles around, 10 miles around, that we were there to serve the community. And I didn't know exactly how to do that. And of course, now I think I'm a little better on doing that. And especially now that we have like close to 70 churches being planted here in Florida in the past seven, eight years, uh, we have a different approach when it comes to plant a new church and let the people know, the community know, the community know that we are there. So I don't know, I can mention some other mistakes, uh, Eric, but I think the, the, the find the correct way to let the people know that you are there. Be found is the proper word. Perfect. Perfect. And well, <clears throat> we want to encourage anybody that's watching this, that if you want to leave us, uh, uh, ask a question or a comment, please do so. Uh, we're going to get it on this side and we're going to try to address it. So if you have specific questions for Walter or for me through the presentation, please, please uh, don't be afraid to ask. We want to share with you stories and we want to try to help as much as we can. So on that note, Walter, of being found, um, want to ask you one last question and then we'll jump into the digital aspect of this webinar. But uh, talking about being found, do you have any stories of people that showed up at church because of a Google search, for example? Like they just showed up because they just found the church online. Do you have any of those stories? Yes. Uh, actually, I was planting and, and just to let the people know, um, I'm, even though I'm a Latino from Argentina, I've been working and supporting uh, church plants, not only English church plants, but Latino or Hispanic church plants, and also language-based means that I've been involving refugees, church plants, Portuguese church plants, uh, Haitians um, church plant. And I remember in Miami, in the Miami area, we were planting a church. And one of the things that is a mistake, it's a common mistake among church planters that we wanted to, you know, pick a fantastic name so people can um, have the first wow about the fantastic name that we are picking for our, our church plan. And I still remember this church, uh, they were so happy about the church plan, a group of Haitians. And they picked a name from the Bible that it was uh, a fantastic word in Hebrew. That in, I mean, in, the meaning was fantastic. But suddenly I... I began to realize that no one is looking for that name or nobody is going to be looking for that name when they were searching for the church. So I challenged them and I said, look, we are Haitians, meaning we are planting a Haitian church right here. When people come to Miami and, and I do exactly the same, I was in uh, Alaska uh, a few weeks ago. We are helping over there in Alaska planting uh, a few churches, and I was looking for an Argentinian restaurant in Alaska, which was super weird. You know, no, 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 no one is going to look for an Argentina. But I went to Google and I tried to put Argentinian food in Alaska in Anchorage. Of course, zero. So uh, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find any. But 
I told them, I told them when we were planting these churches, just imagine Haitian people when they are in Miami. They're not going to look for your fancy name. They're going to look for a Haitian church, whatever the denomination is, in Miami. And that's exactly how, after talking to them, after convincing them that they need to pick a different name, they change it. And we see that because eventually we see that when people were showing up at the front door and they were saying, oh, we just went to Google and put the name of the church. Of course, in this case, a language church, Haitian church, whatever the denomination, in my case, it was our denomination, and people were just showing up because they were looking specifically for that language group. So yes, it works. It means a lot, and especially in a digital world today. We cannot make mistakes when we are setting ourselves to be found. Perfect. Thank you for that. We have a question from Rick, uh, and he says, what can we do to, to, to being found? I just joined the training. So let's, let's move on to that. Let's move on. What can we do to be changed? And we're going to talk specifically about the digital world. And uh, I'm going to share my screen here. And I want to share some stats with, with you before we, we go. And, and pay attention to these. 85% of church visitors search online before choosing a church. So think about that. Eight out of 10 people that showed up at your church of visitors, they did a search online before choosing to go to your church. Where did they search? Social media, Google, and website. And I'm not going to, in this, in this particular webinar, I am not going to touch a whole lot on social media and your website because you already know how important that is. We've, we, we've been preaching that, right, on the, on the marketing and digital world for years, and I think everybody gets it. You need social media. You need a website. That's, we don't need to know. But I want to focus on Google and the next thing. 92% of churches have errors on their listings. And some of you might know what a listing is. Some of you, maybe not, but we're going to look, take a, a deep dive into what a business listing is. And lastly, 95% of people choosing a new church will read the reviews of that church. And that is incredible, okay? That is incredible because if everybody's going to read the reviews of your church, you better have some good reviews because they're going to read what's going on in your church. So let me show you how does it look, for example, what is a church or a business listing? And when you search for a specific name of a church, okay, you will see it right here to the right. This is their LifePoint Christian Church. This is their business listing. And as you can see, you have buttons for their website. You can make a call. You have the reviews up here. They have excellent reviews, your address and their phone number. And you guys, I want you to pay attention to this right here. Suggest and edit and own this business. If somebody goes to your church, and they arrived earlier and the doors were closed, or maybe they made a mistake and arrived at a different time, they're going to come here and they can suggest an edit. And if you are not on top of that, of the uh, suggestion that I have made, they could be changing your hours of operation. They could change your phone number for you to have incorrect information if you're not aware of this. So it's really important um, that you have a good grasp on your business listing. And you might say, well, we're a church. We're not a business. 
Well, for, for Google and for the digital world, there is no difference between a business and a church. A church is a business for the purpose of the business listing and Google my business. So a business listing, it's crucial, okay? This is the foundation of what you guys need to be doing to get to be found, okay? Because GPS, maps, directories, websites, anything that has a geo or a GPS service will use the listing as the data to find your church. And this is a good example. Um, and, and listen, guys, the key here is not to be found when they type in the name of your church. Because if they type, type in the name of your church, exactly, the odds are is that they're going to they're gonna find it. Uh, but if, uh, if they type in this, top churches near me, Okay. Or as Walter said, you know, include description words like English or Spanish churches or contemporary churches near me. You there's Google's going to do its job and it's going to show whatever churches fill on that description right here. We're searching around our area. We're in Altamont Springs, Florida. So this is what shows up around us. And you will notice that the top two right here are churches that have the most reviews, right? They have they have uh, 148, 133, and I didn't put their name in there. I just put top churches near me. And this is where you want to be found because the majority of people will search for these generic search terms, not necessarily your name. And now I want you to pay attention to this. This was the map. These are the map results right here. And then look at what is the first, the first result in Google. And this is going to happen across almost any search that you do with the word best or top or anything or top 10. Yelp. Yelp right here always takes the first page and almost always takes the first location. What does that mean? Your Google listing is important. Open a Google My Business account. Sync it up to your listing. Go to Yelp. Open your listing in Yelp. Okay, because Yelp will show you your, your church oh, when they're doing top searches in your area. So, right, that those are two places that you can go and create accounts. It's free of charge for everybody. And you can definitely do great improvement for your church to be found just by doing those two things. And, you know, our, our platform, like those two sites, there's 17, 18 major sites that, that manage listings. Our platform um, syncs your information across almost 70 websites that, that, uh, that, that use listings. And we're going we're gonna to look at that in a second. But I wanted to give you some other examples. Uh, LifePoint Christian Church, like we saw right here, you see where it says see photos? If you click on that, you will see that LifePoint Christian Church has done a good job. You know, they have a picture there of the worship uh, team picture of the church, you know, then you can see the inside. Very good. Very good. Um, you can see more. And this kind of gives you the identity of the church. These photos were uploaded by the church. Okay. But what happens right here? Somebody else uploaded a picture of an empty parking lot with a house. We're talking about a mainstream church that has it all together, but look, they it slipped it. It slipped in there. Somebody upload a picture and somebody could be uploading a picture to your listing that has nothing to do with your church. And if you're not on top of it, then you, you might run into the situation where 
you'll be showing some images that don't represent necessarily your church. This is another example, City Church. And this is great, great pictures they put up there. So congratulations to them. First Markham Woods here, First Baptist. Let's look at this one. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, guys, when you're uploading pictures, you want to upload pictures of people. You don't want to upload pictures of your empty church. Upload pictures of the worship service, people raising their hands and worshiping. You know, be, be what this is what people want to see. This is another church. And, and then their images are not to the quality, I would say, of, uh, of the other ones. But you get what I'm saying. This is your chance to show everybody visually what your church is all about. And then you have the reviews. The reviews, having reviews, will help you rank higher in all these results. Okay, so on map results, on Yelp results, on Google results, having reviews is extremely, extremely needed and positive. And not just having the review, you as the owner of this listing have an opportunity to respond to all the reviews. And this is, this is how it works. Let's go back to, the, to this one and let's see their reviews real quick. So look at this right here. So somebody says, such an amazing church family every week, worship, fabulous and uplifting. And somebody responded, thank you so much for review. I'm glad you're being renewed through your experience at LifePoint. May God continue to bless you. We read the review, positive review, and then we also read what the owner or the response that was there. So you want to take the advantage of, of getting a good review and anchoring more information about your ministry in that review. For example, I would have added to this response. And also remember, we have community service, you know, Sunday afternoons, or we have a food pantry that blesses the community. You can take that advantage of a good review and anchor some more information about your church. This is only going to help you guys rank higher, be found. And these are, th these will, to, for the effect of getting found, it'll work wonders and a lot better than your website even. And I want to even say social media. Okay. That's probably, I'll get into trouble on that. That's, they're equally important, but you guys get the point of the reviews and the directory. So to answer one of the questions, how do we do it? Um, that is, this is one of the best ways. I can't see if anybody has questions. Walter, if, if you see anybody that has questions, let me know. Cause I don't, I don't see, I don't see the screen now. So we've been talking about M77. Um, one thing that I'll tell you guys, listen, one thing that we are doing to churches that will be very beneficial. You can go to our website, m77.media, or you can go to our, the sponsor hall in our booth, virtual booth, and you can see where it says free church analysis. And all you can do is you need to do is put your first name, email, and the name of your church. It'll populate. And when you click on start, it'll generate a report that looks exactly like this one. Okay. And actually, let's use the LifePoint one because we've been looking at LifePoint. Um, oh, let me see. Is that a comment? Okay. Um, uh, should we respond to negative views? Yes. Should we respond to negative reviews and trolls? So that's a great question, uh, Jason, because um, good reviews, excellent to anchor more information. Bad reviews, if you, if you respond to others and don't respond to the bad, what does it say about you, right? So if it's an offensive um, review, you can always appeal to have it removed. If it's something that's vulgar 
or it has foul language, that's easy to get. Re- you, there's a process when you have your account created with Google, you'll be able to remove it. But if it's like a truly about review, church, I went there. Nobody said hi to me. My kids had a horrible experience. We had to leave early because we were upset. Okay. It can happen. So as a church, you should definitely re- respond to that and, and, and let everybody else see that you care. Okay. That's key. That shows the character of your church through the digital world. So absolutely answer. Um, hope that answered that. So back to the, uh, back to the, uh, if you go to our website, you fill this out, you'll get a, a, a church analysis and we will, you'll get this instantly and it's free. Okay. No commitment. You just do it. Just doing this tool will help you because it'll show you, for example, it'll evaluate your listing, what your main images are at the moment what your information is, as you can see here. Then it'll show you if you've been found on different major social media sites, and it'll do something for you that you'll be extremely thankful. It'll tell you what errors you have on your listings. Like for example, that big church we saw, LifePoint, you know, they have the incorrect address on 10 different websites. They have the incorrect website on two, and they have the missing website on seven. And here it kind of goes in detail where is it missing? So you can see on all these websites and directories, their, their information is not even there. And that is, you know, that is a, an alert. You need to, this is all opportunities you're missing to get found by other, uh, by, by, by people looking for a church. So I'm going to scroll fast. This right here, it's a, this is key. Okay. So all these websites that you saw, they feed off something called data aggregators. So if you're not found on these, you're going to be not found on a lot of websites. So our platform ensures that you are. Then it'll, re- it'll take you through your reviews. See how many reviews you have versus the industry standard versus the industry leaders. And what is your score? You know, what is your score based on that, based on the averages? And it'll, it'll look at all that. It'll evaluate your social media. And again, this, you can go to our website and run it or in our booth right here at the hub. And you can run this, uh, this analysis. It'll do it all for free. You don't have, we're not committing to anything. It'll analyze your website, like you see here. It'll tell you if it's fast, if it's slow for mobile, if it's mobile friendly, if it's missing stuff, um, and what you can do to fix it. This it gives you a list of things you can do to fix it on mobile and on desktop. So if you have a team, you can give this report to them, and they'll have a, a guide on what to do. It also does a little bit of SEO for you and tells you what churches are around your area, what people are searching for, what's your rank. And, and, and um, it, it gives you a little really good information, keywords, what the people are searching and clicking. If somebody else is uh, paying for advertisement, it kind of gives you a little bit of an overview of, um, of all your, your, your digital presence. So, Right now, this is what the application looks from the inside, and I am not going to bore everybody with this, but once you do the the church analysis, you'll get access for 30 days for this for free. But I want to show you something. These are the areas you were analyzed that we gave you grades. So the same areas, you go here, church listing builder, and I want want to share this with you guys. They've been on the platform for almost 50 days, and I want to show you something. Since they started on the platform, they started at a score of 279, and right now their score is 730. 
this, this number is calculated based on the amount of times that their information is being shared. So now automatically without doing anything, their information is being synced on a daily basis to all these directories, GPS services, um, and websites. And I don't know if you guys were aware, but for example, if you drive a Toyota and you use your native GPS to search for a church, not your phone, your native GPS on your car, if the information wasn't submitted, your church is not going to appear. Okay. Same thing happens for Ford, GM, BW, Audi. There's a ton of other brands that their native GPS, you need to feed it. Otherwise, you won't appear. So this application does that for you. The other thing I wanted to show you is um, these are the data aggregators we were talking about. On and only um, you know 50 days, they have increased 51% of the amount of times that they've had citations. Citations is when their phone number appears on a website. So that's happened automatically. They didn't have to do anything. The app kind of does it for you. Um, and it's a really cool tool to have. And uh, the other thing I want to show you is Church Reputation Manager. Um, from here, from one place within the platform, you can review, you can see the reviews from 13 different websites, okay, starting with Google, Yelp, and you can respond. So worshiping with my church was a, you can click here, you can use templates, we're grateful, and just respond, or you can write your own. I'm not going to do it on their behalf because they have to do that. Uh, I reviewed it 27 days ago. Um, but you can manage all your reviews from this platform. Um, and that's that's great because you don't have to go and log into a lot of different sites. It does it all for you. And then lastly, I wanted to show you social media. Uh, okay, I got a question. I'll address it right now. Social media, it has a social media manager where you can post to all your platforms for one place. So you can create a post right here. You can choose which platform to send it to. Um, you know, God bless. And then you can select media. We have a, a giant library of, uh, of royalty-free pictures. Just a hint. If you find a picture on Google, don't just use it. Okay. It might be copyrighted. You might get a fine. So try to always get royalty-free Um Pictures. So let's do uh, God. Let's see what that. What, what are the results for that? So let's do this. So here you just click, and it'll resize, and it'll just do everything for all the platforms. You can post right away. You can schedule posts for later, and that kind of is one of the tools that social media has. And the last one that I want to show you is that you could actually respond to all your com, com um, customers or people that comment on your Facebook or Instagram, you can respond from this place. You don't have to go to multiple platforms. It aggregates everything for you and you can just go on and respond one by one. So let me see. I think I have a, I think I have a question here. It says, what caused the increase in their information being shown by the data aggregator sites? Well, in this case for them, it was our platform, right? The, the, what the platform does that's in the church listing builder is that it distributes your information through a lot of, of uh, different data aggregators and websites that we've been connecting in the back end. We're going to continue to do it as we continue to grow. But you can do this on your own as well. You don't have to use our platform. You can go and you can add your information to all these sites one by one. It'll be a little bit more work intensive, 
But if you have the team and the time, then you should definitely do it. Uh, go to the data aggregators that I mentioned. I'll put them here on screen. If you want to screenshot these, these are the three main data aggregators. Like if your information is, is uh, available on these three data aggregators, it's going gonna, it's gonna to represent hundreds of sites that are going to get your information. So this is great to be found. These three key, key to be found. Okay. Uh, hope that answers that part, but that's what, what caused it. So I, um, the tool has a, our tool has a lot of other items. I don't want to bore you. I know it's a lot of information, but um, let's do this. Uh, let's, um, we were going to give away uh, six months of our pro, which has a 169 a month it costs. And we're going to give them, we're going to give you guys um, um, support. We're going to put an account manager and we're going to help your church for six months, like VIP. We're going to take your churches to where, uh, you know, to numbers you've never been before. And for you guys that are live, if you're watching this on the replay, it's not going to work. But if you guys are live, um, I'm going to, let me do, let me do, uh, I'm going to write a number down. I'm going to write a number down and throw in a number from, uh, I don't know how many people are in there for, let's say, um, Jason, can we know how many people are in there so I don't do a crazy number? Let's go from one through 15, okay? I'm going to write down a number, one through 15, and uh, and then write a number in the chat. Jason will give him an, an order, and we will do that. Let me see. Brad, nope. Oh, you got about 50, so this is going to be fast. All right. So Brad said uh, six, that's not it. Let's see who else, 13, that's not it, nope. There you go, seven. That's the number I wrote. So whoever whoever did seven, um, Jason is gonna send us your information. We're gonna get in touch with you. Uh, we're gonna help your church to, um, to do this. Again, guys, thank you for your time. Walter, I don't know if you wanna throw in anything before we go. But yeah, I just wanted to say uh, um, that right now, one of the major tools, every time that we are planting a new church, we uh, do a full assessment. And part of the assessment now is to make sure that they understand the value of being found from the get-go, from the beginning. Especially in my case, I work a lot with language churches and um, I still remember in the area of um, Jacksonville, we, we planted a couple of churches, Burmese refugee churches. And of course, if you know, maybe you don't know, I didn't know, even though they're from the same country, there are different tribes in, in, in Burma. So we have to be clear that this church that we planted is a, a specific church for this tribe, for this specific group of refugees. And this other was in a specific church for this other group of refugees. Now, they don't mix each other. They don't share not even the same language, uh, even though they're from the same country. And even that specific information was important to be put out there so people can uh, found their church with the specification that they were looking for. So now every time that we are going now, let's say now we are planting a new Haitian church here in the area of Orlando, I got to sit down with them. And part of the, the tools is that, okay, what have you done? What is it that you have in mind? 
And now that we have this tool, we are trying to use this tool. And of course, I do the same. I provide for some resources and funds so they can get in the media the right way from the get-go, with the right pictures, with the right name, with the right information. So when they start from the beginning, they start correctly. And that way we develop the habit to be correct, correctly, you know, on, on, the web, on different websites, and especially when people are looking for that specific church. So um, I just wanted to say that for church planters right now, this is a must. At least it is for me, uh, and it's helping me a lot uh, in order to um, start churches with the right information out there. And of course, you know, when we plant a church, it's hard to find a pastor or a leader that is uh, a savvy person, uh, that is an amazing leader, preach well, he knows uh, how to develop websites, he's a fantastic uh, graphic designer and Uber driver, you know, pastors, we do a lot. So, <laughs> but in this case, sometimes pastors that are trying to develop their own website and their own uh, uh, graphic designs, sometimes the taste is not one of the best. So sometimes it's better to hire somebody, to find somebody, a young person in the church, or somebody that can learn fast on how to use a tool that will put the church out there the right way. That's my two cents. Thank you. Thank you, Walter. And if, uh, if there's no other um, questions, we will end it here. Uh, congratulations to Pastor Brad, and uh, we'll be in touch with you. And guys, if you have more questions, my information is going to show up on your chat. You can stop by the booth at the sponsor hall. You can stop by there and look at everything we just talked and our website. We can give us a call and we're here to help. We're passionate about churches. So hope you wish you the best and I hope your church can be found. Thank you all for coming and we're going to end it up here. Thank you.